you nailed it on the head, Andy. We see cash, we see checks, we see uh, Venmo. And listen, if you're a home service provider running payments through your personal Venmo account, stop, right? It's uh, There's going to be challenges. The IRS is starting to crack down. Uh, so our job is to protect these businesses, help them unlock revenue, and then ultimately save on just these ridiculous credit card processing fees and make it a digital, seamless, frictionless experience, you know, that your consumers and your clients will love. You know, that's that's kind of where we're headed and, and what we're trying to change today. If you are an irrigation professional, old or new, who designs, installs, or maintains high-end residential, commercial, or municipal properties, and you want to use technology to improve your business, to get a leg up on your competition, even if you're an old-school irrigator from the days of hydraulic systems, this show is for you. Welcome back, my friends, to another episode of the Sprinkler Nerd Show. And I always start by saying I'm excited. And maybe it's just because I typically am excited because in order to get in a good headspace, you have to be excited. But I actually am excited because I have a soft spot for software companies. I have a soft spot for entrepreneurs. And I enjoy learning about their stories, how they built their businesses, their products, where their ideas came from. And so today I'm joined by Justin Clegg. Justin is the founder and CEO of All Set. And the website is Try All Set. Dot com out of Lehigh, Utah. Justin is an entrepreneurially minded business leader with experience in software as a service. Nice key buzzword there, SaaS, software as a service. He co-founded three Silicon Valley startups and was selected by The Guardian as a rising star in AI and conversational commerce. Prior to startups, Justin led product marketing efforts for Fortune 500 software companies, including three big names, Intel, Oracle and Adobe. So with that, Justin, welcome to the Sprinkler Nerd Show. Andy, thanks for having me on the show and it's great to be here. Absolutely. And then just to continue riffing here for the, for everybody listening, this is the first time I've met Justin. He is such he's such a celebrity that he had somebody reach out to me to schedule on the podcast and I'm joined Justin's joining us from a what kind of a dealership are you in right now? A Southern California auto dealership. Nonetheless, Justin, would love to kind of hear a little bit about All Set. And um, yeah, why don't you just give us, a, just to start us off with like the 10,000 foot view. Sure. Um, All Set is a communications and payments platform uh, for home service businesses. So when we talk about a home service business, uh, we are defining that as uh, any sort of you know, trade or uh, home service provider. Uh, more often than not, it's focused on residential, uh, and that will range from you know cleaners, uh, so house cleaning, residential, you know maid services, uh, to outdoor care, so lawn care, uh, sprinkler systems, uh, landscaping, tree service, uh, all the way to contractors, so uh, painters, roofers, HVAC, and plumbing. Uh, so it's a really massive industry, and the problem that we're solving is that uh, businesses today uh, in this industry are very good at their trade, um, but there's a gap when it comes to customer experience. Uh, there's a gap when it comes to communication, and there's a real gap when it comes to the overall payments experience. Uh, and you know, just the other day, I had a contractor leave my house, uh, you know, asking me if I could complete a payment through his personal Venmo. Uh, and so you have to kind of scratch your head and ask: Is is this legal? <laughs> is this uh, compliant? Um, you know is this under the table. And so 
our job is to standardize uh, that communication uh, and payments experience, and we do that all through messaging. So that's the the ten thousand foot of what we're building at Allset. Awesome. And I think you know you just mentioned somebody using Venmo in that contractor's mind they were probably very advanced, thought they were very advanced because they were thinking, man, I'm using Venmo. This is the latest and the greatest. <laughs> but it's also, and I guess I'm saying that because it's important to remember that a lot of contractors, I don't know if it's 50%, it's probably a big number, are still doing paper invoicing, right? Haven't even moved over to anything digital. There's still just this lot of this old-fashioned uh, payment processing. So, yeah, that's... Yeah. Uh, You're you know that on the head, Andy. We see cash, we see checks, we see uh, Venmo. And listen, if you're a home service provider, running payments through your personal Venmo account, stop. Right? It's uh, there's going to be challenges. The IRS is starting to crack down. Uh, so our job is to protect these businesses, uh, help them unlock revenue, um, and then ultimately save on just these ridiculous credit card processing fees and make it a digital, seamless, friction, ex frictionless experience, um, you know, that your consumers and your clients will love. Uh, and, you know, that's, that's kind of where we're headed and, and what we're trying to change today. Yeah, excellent. So before we start talking about sort of how it works and how you set it up and what it's actually like, can you tell us where this idea originated from? Sure. Uh, so as you mentioned uh, earlier in the show, uh, I started my career in Silicon Valley, so I spent time uh, working with some of the greatest, you know, leaders um, in the tech industry, uh, and being mentored by, uh, you know, folks who had built and sold very successful tech companies. And uh, I moved to Utah, uh, and during that process, you know, bought a home, uh, and then the pandemic hit, and so uh, observed very quickly how everybody's spending time at home. Uh, you have more wear and tear. Uh, taking place at home, you know, people are working remote, and the demand uh, for home service, you know, providers and services uh, increased significantly. And we went from, you know, kind of a lot of these services being luxuries and nice to haves to necessities. Um, and so uh, these necessity businesses, uh, my observation was that they were just behind, right? The times uh, by uh, an order of, you know, magnitude, you know, 10 times less interesting or um, advanced, you know, as experiences like a DoorDash where you can order a meal or Instacart, you can tap a button and order groceries um, or order an Uber. And so um, it lacked, you know, the experience at a high level lacked uh, something that was mobile friendly, mobile first, um, easy to use, memorable. Um, and so being kind of a product uh, leader and, and somebody who have, who's spent time building products uh, for various technology platforms, uh, I started with the basics of user research uh, and empathy mapping and looking for solutions and opportunities. So I called about 100 local businesses uh, and asked the owners if I could personally do a ride-along with them. Uh, hmm. And they're like, uh, who are you? We're in the middle of a pandemic. You're crazy. Uh, and so I actually, you know, got some OKs from a number of owners who let me ride in the vans uh, and go clean carpets, you know, wash windows, clean homes. Um, and so personally and firsthand, I did the work myself. Uh, I understood uh, the sort of labor intensive nature of the work. Um, and then from that point, I uh, was able to identify some of the opportunities and gaps in the technology 
that needed to be built um, and created for these folks? Uh, where were there gaps in the customer communication? Where were there gaps in sort of the payments and payments experience? And so I think all of those um, kind of culminated into uh, what formed the initial prototype of what became Allset and, and our software, software platform today. Yeah, fantastic. So it's I think it's important to get out there, even if you didn't come from the the actual trade, you spent time in the trade observing, taking notes, you know, just like um, a consultant would uh, would go into a business, spend time in the operations, look at where their efficiencies are lacking, see how they could help. You essentially went out and worked in the field and took copious notes and analyzed everything. And I think that is is huge. Um, as it relates to sort of starting this, what do you think or what is your like secret sauce? Are you the coder? Are you the mastermind? Are you the fundraiser? Like where, what is your sort of uh, superpower, if you will, for getting this started? Yeah. Um, so I think as a CEO uh, of an early stage venture back startup, uh, you really have kind of three core um, roles. Uh, role number one is to, you know, go and fundraise and make sure that the company has enough capital um, and resources, uh, which allow you to then focus on the second initiative, which is hiring. Uh, so finding uh, key individuals, executives, leaders um, who come from backgrounds in software uh, and in home services um, who can join the organization and help us scale and, and grow the company. Uh, and, and that's from an engineering, a product, and a sales and marketing perspective um, and a customer success uh, perspective. Um, and then the third aspect, which in many ways is the most important, it's spending time with customers. So it's listening, uh, observing, uh, handling user research. Uh, and so I like to stay as close as possible to our customers um, to understand their key challenges, what's keeping them up at night. Um, and so I think those are the three core components uh, uh, where I kind of spend the majority of my time uh, in a day-to-day -day world. Yeah, I, I love that you mentioned uh, customers because a lot of times if, an, if a true engineer builds a product, they built something that they thought the market needed, but they forgot to ask the market what the market, I shouldn't say what the market wanted because sometimes the market doesn't know what they want. <laughs> they just yes. know what their problems are, right? Because if they know what they, if they thought they knew what they wanted, they would have wanted, you know, a faster horse instead of a car. Right. Yes. They just know what the problems are. And so I like how you f you frame that with talking to the customers and listening to their problems. I completely agree. You know, a couple of adages that that I think align with what you just said. You know, number one, if you're going to build software or technology, you have to build something people want. And uh, that means there has to be a market for it and there has to be a customer. Customer being defined as somebody who's willing to pay you money to solve their problem or their pain point that they're experiencing um, and identifying quickly how much they would be willing to pay to solve that problem. Um, and then, you know, the second point, I uh, completely agree in that uh, customers often don't know what they want until you put it in front of them, until they see it. Um, and in many times, uh, people buy and, you know, clients or, or consumers or businesses, they're buying what they wish their lives were like, right? And so it's very aspirational. Um, and uh, there are jobs to be done, right? Theories where uh, these business owners are trying to do something. And our job is to uncover and explore what is it that a, an owner of a sprinkling business 
uh, or sprinkler business is trying to accomplish in their day to day. Um, and so we understand the market very closely. You know, they have to find and hire and retain the best employees. Uh, retaining people is hard, right? And paying competitive market rates is challenging. They have to deal with things like scheduling, right? And I've been in 7 a.m. meetings with uh, landscaping, you know, companies where they're physically printing out each schedule individually for every technician in the room and saying, go, right? Uh, go have a great day. And then we run into issues around communication. When does the customer know if they're arriving? What happens if they aren't able to arrive? Who's responsible for letting the customer know? And then, you know, the payments experience, uh, which we've talked about, where there's just kind of this uh, fragmented and disjointed experience today where it's, do I pay you cash? Uh, should I leave you a tip? Uh, you know, how, how do I say thank you? You know, or uh, what do I do after? How do I leave your review? Or how would right. I refer somebody else to, to your service? How do you so all tell, those things. How do you tell Mrs. Smith that you're all set? The job's done. You're all set. That's right. Yes. And that's, that's kind of where the, the naming and the branding has come from is uh, that's a, a common phrase that we'll hear from somebody who provides great services. Hey, you're all set and you have the tools that you need to, uh, to be successful. Yeah. Awesome. Cool. Well, I'd like to go under the hood and learn more about exactly what it is, how you set it up uh, and the specifics. But I also want to mention to our audience that again, this is not like um I'm not endorsing this software because I've never used it. Justin's not paying to be, uh, you know, speaking or selling or, or positioning, right, his product. Um, I'm just curious how it works. And I think software is going to change the way we all do business. It already has. And so um, that's what this conversation is about. So uh, yeah. if you're interested, explore it and then, you know, provide us some feedback so we can so I can learn along the way. So yeah. just wanted to mention that. So, Justin, take us some. Um, you know, under the hood. So somebody signs up for all set. Let's just talk about, you know, the key aspects of the software. Sure. Uh, so first and foremost, we give everyone 30 days for free. Um, so there's no commitments or contracts. We want to stand by the value that we can provide for service businesses. Um, we actually have an offer that I will share at the end of this conversation um, for, for the audience and the listeners today. Um, but the way that setup works is it's extremely simple. Uh, it takes less than five minutes, and uh, we simply connect to the CRM or scheduling system that you're using today. Uh, I know so it's not, let me just pause right there because for those of us more in the digital space, we're familiar with CRM or customer relationship management. What, but what does that really mean to a contractor, a CRM? Yes. So examples of a field service CRM uh, that's popular today in this world uh, might be a system like Jobber or Service Titan uh, or House Call Pro, which can be common. Um, but we also see, you know, hundreds of other uh, different types of systems like ServiceNow or Customer Factor that are a little bit more legacy um, and often, you know, are a little bit dated, uh, but uh, you know, end up becoming sort of the operations and scheduling hub for the business. Um, okay. So if you're a business that has a CRM. Uh, our job is to connect to that quickly uh, so that we can know when to communicate uh, with your clients for you. If you don't have a CRM, uh, we're happy to recommend you know, a few different great systems that we integrate with. And uh, you know, it kind of helps 
there's a digital maturity that needs to take place where you may be starting with pen and paper uh, or you might just be running your entire business on your phone. Uh, and then you might be graduating to something like uh, Google Calendar. Uh, and then after Google Calendar, you realize, oh, now we need to scale. Uh, I need a, a true CRM. And uh, so Allset works with companies at all of those stages of digital maturity. But we just make it really easy to send automated text messages to your clients uh, after each appointment is marked completed. Uh, and then we handle follow-up messaging and communication and payments. So we'll start with an invoice uh, request. Uh, so we shorten that time uh, for your clients to pay you. Uh, we then send a tip request. So we give your client an opportunity to express appreciation. We figured out that the average American will leave a $25 tip on all set. And uh, we've generated over, we're generating over 1.5 million in tips uh, since launching just a few months ago. Uh, and 100% of that goes back to the technicians. Once a tip has been left, then we can prompt them to do things like leave a review on Google. So we know how important Google reviews are to businesses uh, and contractors and service providers. Uh, and then finally, we'll prompt things like referrals and then you know do a six-month follow-up down the road. So uh, all of those interactions and engagements um, are experiences that we help set up and then help automate. Uh, and all we need to know is who the customer is, what their name is, their phone number, and then we send those messages to them in a very personal, helpful, friendly, and timely manner. Okay, excellent. So um, you mentioned sending an invoice. Is that an invoice that Allset is generating, or is that an invoice coming out of Jobber? So we can uh, cater to either. So if Jobber is handling the invoicing, um, you know, we can take over post invoice with things like tip requests, uh, reviews, and referrals. Um, we often run into businesses that are really struggling with high credit card processing fees. And so, you know, you'll be in these really high percentages and you'll end up paying, you know, the value of an entire job every day, right, in fees. And so our job is to help lower those credit card processing fees, unlock better economics uh, for the business owner, uh, and ultimately help them save uh, on those, you know, crazy high fees. Um, and so if a business owner chooses to use, you know, all set payments, uh, we can have very competitive rates and make it really easy uh, for customers to pay you faster through texting. Okay, cool. And what kind of software are they using? Is this an app that goes on their phone and then they access and enter all this in through the app? Yeah, so the beauty of our product is that there's no app to download. Uh, okay. We simply just handle all of the automated messaging for you. So we just need to know who the customer is, when the appointment was completed, and then we take care of the rest for the business owner. So they don't have to worry about remembering to send the message. Um, they don't have to know who they have to send it to. We just kind of handle it's a, a fully automated uh, messaging and communication system. And where do they actually put in the customer's info? Is it on their computer? Is it in a browser? What are yeah. they actually operating with? Good question. So they would log into Allset, and we have a web app where they can start and create and send invoices, and then also send things like tip requests, reviews, uh, and referral requests as well. Okay. Excellent. Um, you know, so you talked about this sort of like AI or artificial intelligence a little bit as it relates to sending messages. Can you tell us more about that? 
Yeah. So what we discovered is that after all set is automating messages. So let's say, you know, we have a text that gets sent to Andy and it says, Hey Andy, thank you so much for letting us, you know, serve you today. Um, you know, here's a link to complete your invoice. Oftentimes we have clients that are actually replying back to these messages. Um, and so we've built out really intelligent uh, messaging conversations uh, that know how to handle, understand an intent of a message, um, parse it. So take out any keywords, um, you know, or sort of we call it entity extraction. Uh, and then from there, we know how to provide a relevant uh, and helpful response back. So we'll actually continue conversations for you uh, with clients who may have questions about their billing or rescheduling or feedback. And we know how to tag those messages accordingly. So we can say, hey, was this you know, a complaint? Uh, was this a compliment? You know, is this feedback? Is this related to scheduling? You know, is this a conversation about uh, billing? Um, you know, is it something else? And so we're taking all of those messages uh, which we call unstructured data. We're organizing and ingesting that. And now we know how to provide, you know, essentially the most intelligent home service communication tool uh, that exists in the market today. Wow. Fascinating. And that saves time because it otherwise would be phone calls coming into an office or for a lot of contractors, the phone's coming into their cell phone and they're down in the ditch and they're not answering it. And then the customer's thinking to themselves, I can't get through to this guy. And this guy's like, my phone's ringing off the hook and I don't know what to do. Yes. So I'm just out here chasing my tail. <laughs> yeah. We want to save time. We want to deflect, right? Um, you know, conversations that could easily be understood and responded to with a bot. Um, customers can be finicky, right? And so we want to be able to help reduce that that time uh, and some of the complexity, uh, and you know, ultimately help the business owner or the office manager focus on things that are a little bit more relevant. Um, you know, calling to ask a customer for a review after an appointment does not scale. You know, try doing that a hundred times in a day. Uh, calling to follow up to remind the customer to pay you know, after 14 or, you know, 28 days does not scale. And so all sets just handling all of that follow-up for you. And we do it through messaging, uh, which is a highly uh, engaging channel. Yeah. Um, as you know, well, we see 98% read rates. Um, you know, if you and I were to look at our phones right now, uh, there are very few messages that go unread. If not, you know, they, we read a hundred percent, whereas email, email, you know, you see like seven to eleven percent open rate. So, uh, we're we're leveraging a channel that people prefer and love, um, and I think it's like seventy five percent of consumers want to their business uh, provider to text them. So yeah, that's yeah. kind of what we're enabling today. A good example would be here at my office, I had to, the uh, the electrical company or the power company um, called me or sent me a letter and said, hey, we need to replace your gas meter, you know, call this number. So I go, okay, cool. I called the number and they said, there's no charge. Uh, the technician's going to come out at this day between this four hour range and he's going to call you before he comes out. And if you don't answer the phone, we're automatically going to cancel the appointment. And so in my mind, the first thought I had was can't they just send me a text message? Because <laughs> what if I'm on yes. the phone? I might not be able to. And and they they had to call me. And the guy, you know, he talked to me, and it was fine. But it could have just been a text message. 
Yeah, it's certainly a more efficient, convenient, and frictionless channel. Um, and that's why you know we're very bullish on SMS and on texting. So uh, again, if you're a home service provider, get you know get texting. Like text your customers; uh, they prefer it. Um, and then we help really think about the personality, the brand, the voice, uh, the time of day that those messages are sent, um, the length. You know, uh, sort of. We call all of these aspects conversation design. So we help design the conversations to meet and match the needs uh, and, and sort of the brand uh, of your business um, and, you know, help you ultimately communicate uh, at scale. Yeah. So it sounds like Allset isn't just for completing the job, invoices and billing, but you're also going to start communicating with the customer up front uh, in terms of, you know, coming out the day and the time, that sort of thing. Yeah, we, we really focus and specialize on post-appointment, but we can handle the entire life cycle. So, uh, you know, the planning, the pre-appointment, the arrival, um, and, and all of that uh, is possible today uh, with the platform. Yeah, and I didn't. I should have asked you before when we were talking about a CRM, but can someone who doesn't have a CRM, can they use Allset or do they have to have something in place? Um, they can use all set and get up and going um, without a CRM in place. Um, and so, uh, you know, requirements are, again, we just need the first name of the customer and we need the phone number. And if we have that information and we know uh, details around the appointment, that's when we can start engaging the customer on your behalf. So preference is to have a CRM in place, but if you don't have one, uh, it can still be a useful tool. Yeah, that's what it, it sounds to me like if there's somebody listening that um, doesn't have any employees, it's just themselves. Maybe they're just uh, um, doing uh, landscape or irrigation work in the summer, right? Maybe they're not even doing it full time to just be able to have a tool that can automate some of this and help with the invoicing and the billing would yes. be a huge, huge help kind of going from that like stage one and scaling up your business to a $10 million business or, or beyond. It sounds like Allsight could be a great tool to help with that. Yeah, uh, completely agree. And that's, that's the goal. Yeah, right on. So I want to ask you, you know, we just talked about the product. Um, what do you think is the, or for you, what's the most difficult part about running, um, let's call it your business. I don't know if you're still a, a startup or what's considered a startup, but what's the most difficult yeah. part? We are, we're definitely a startup and I would say, you know, number one is just figuring out prioritization and focus. So we have, uh, when you're in a startup or building a company, you have kind of an unlimited number of to-do items. Uh, it's, it's an endless list uh, that you could, you know, just continue doing um, nonstop until you just end up passing out. Uh, and so it really comes down to what are the strategic initiatives, um, the priorities, and the things that you can focus on that are going to, um, you know, deliver the highest impact and the highest strategic value. So in, what, in other words, what are things that you as a business owner uh, can do that only you can do? Maybe that's going out and uh, raising money or getting a loan, right, to operate the business. Maybe it's a purchase order for you know, your new trucks. Um, maybe it's hiring, you know, key executive from a competitor or, you know, somebody in the industry um, and dedicating time to networking, 
you know, to whining and dining and getting that individual to come and work with you and believe in your vision. And then I think the final part of that is just really the storytelling around your why, right? What is the vision uh, of why your company exists? Um, people, it's not enough to, to say we're building a business that makes money, right? Um, anybody can do that. It, it comes down to, you know, why, uh, what's our purpose? You know, what's our mission? What are we out, uh, you know, setting out to do um, as a team? And how are we going to do that? And I think building uh, a culture around that uh, creates momentum and telling stories, right, to get people excited about that. Uh, th those are, I think, key things, um, you know, to be spending time on and thinking about. So all long-winded way of just saying, you know, when a business focuses on the top one, two, three items uh, as a team, those are the teams that, that tend to win uh, versus getting too distracted and scattered with a number of initiatives. Right, right. So with that, how do you decide whether the prioritization is a short-term goal, meaning, just as an example, if we could add this feature, we could grow our revenue by 30% in the next six months versus, man, we really need to invest in this feature, but it's like a three-year play. Yes. How do you decide whether it's a short-term goal or a long-term goal and which ones matter more? It's a great question. And I think it's it's a, really a, a product manager, product leader question. Um, and I think at the end of the day, it comes down to uh, one, you know, customer impact. Uh, how bad does the customer want it? How many customers want it? Um, you know, and uh, what would be the sort of outcome uh, that would take place for those customers if said change uh, were taken or, or you know, accomplished? Um, and then the third is just looking at resource planning. So uh, what is the timeline, the budget? Who do you have at the table you know, to be able to do that? And then what are other competing priorities uh, that may have you know, higher strategic outcomes or value um, that would come before that? And so uh, every day is a constant you know, rank ordering uh, of, of issues and needs. But starting with the customer and their needs um, always becomes the most important thing because, again, if you don't have a customer, you don't have a business. And, and that makes total sense. You don't want to build features into a product and wait to get a customer in three years. You want to actually build something so you can get customers now, like right, right. now today, right? Acquire new customers. But then you want to um, keep them as long as possible and have that customer lifetime value. There's probably things that customer continues to want. So the long-term goal is probably how to keep that customer you have now engaged and satisfied indefinitely. Yeah, it makes perfect sense. Yeah, right on. Okay. Um, let's see. Anything else that we haven't talked about that you think uh, either landscapers, irrigation guys, or other home service business current owners or people that maybe want to start their own business should know about Allset or anything you've learned along the way that you think they could uh, benefit from? Um, you know, I, I think it's, again, I would just reiterate, uh, it is noble work. Um, it is labor intensive and it's thankless. And, you know, I think the, the number one most important thing that you can do as a business owner is invest in yourself, um, invest in software and tools uh, to help scale your business and your role. Um, and so what that means is, you know, be willing to delegate. Right. Be willing to give up control of certain processes. Be willing to invest in software uh, that will help you 
triple you know, or, or 10x uh, your own output. And then measure the results, uh, experiment quickly, uh, and you know, keep, keep testing. And so uh, in, in terms of what we're doing and building, you know, obviously my, my uh, you know, pitch is sign up you know, and get, get 30 days for free on us. Um, test customer communication. Right, uh, test uh, a different way of, of handling payments. You know, lower credit card processing fees. Stop paying high fees. Um, and so, I think those are important calls to action, um, and that, that I would sort of want to reiterate uh, for the business owners that, that are listening uh, to our conversation yeah. today, Andy. Fantastic advice. Thank you for sharing that. And now to you mentioned there was an offer, and I don't get a lot yes. of offers on the show, so I appreciate it. What's the offer, Justin? Yes. Allset is typically $199 per month. Uh, and again, that's no uh, subscript, no commitments uh, or contracts. Um, for those who are listening to this call um, and, and uh, you know, mention Sprinkler Nerd Show uh, or Andy or Justin or Allset, uh, we're going to drop that price down to $125 per month. Um, and so you can sign up uh, through a link that we'll provide uh, Andy with. Uh, that he'll be able to share out um, through respective channels. Um, so hit that link, uh, start your 30-day trial, and then get access to all set for uh, essentially $75 off uh, per month and, forever. And is that is that forever? Like grandfather forever? Grandfathered in. So, wow. Yes. So, and I can tell you because I have some software that um, actually review software, reviews.io, and I signed up with them like six years ago. And okay. It was like 50 bucks a month. Now it's yes. like 500. I'm still paying 50, right? So Amazing. someone who signs yep. up with this offer, I mean, over a 12 month period times five years is is real savings because likely you're going to be increasing your fees yes. over time too. So, yeah, and we know excellent. Andy, your your audience is growing. It's uh, it, it's you know awesome to to see kind of everything that you're building. So, uh, you know, excited for uh, existing listeners and new listeners to to be able to take advantage of this offer. Awesome. And please do and uh, report back on uh, your findings and your experiments. And I believe that's life is an experiment, Justin. I love how you mentioned that because the only way you can learn and grow is to try something new, see what happens and decide to keep doing it or not. So uh, appreciate your time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thank thanks, you so thanks. much uh, for being here. Thank you so much, Andy. 